shot I am not throwing away my shot Hey yo, I'm just like my country I'm young, scrappy, and hungry And I'm not throwing away my shot You're listening to Hamilton, Shot by Shot I'm your host, Brian I'm your co-host, Rose Today we are talking about the song My Shot Well, welcome back, Rose Welcome back to you too, as we say every time. <laughs> so are you ready to take your shot? Yes. Okay. Are you? Are gonna, you? I am. Are you going to throw yours away? Uh, no. Okay, great. <laughs> I had to think about that. Are you young? Yes. You are young. Yes. I think viewers, listeners can hear it, notice that. <sighs> yeah. Are you scrappy? Not really. <laughs> okay. Are you hungry? Have you eaten? Uh, well, I'm not currently too hungry but i am a little okay <laughs> would you consider yourself a hungry person normally uh yes well then you're just like our country <laughs> <laughs> that was a very uh i don't know what the word to use is but it's a good pun it's a very planned pun <laughs> there's nothing planned about this podcast we all do it shoot from the hip if you will <laughs> all right well before we jump into the song my shot which is a big one Oh, I have some exciting news, which is actually kind of stupid, but it's exciting to me. I actually got four facts this podcast, and I, if you've been listening for a while, you know I don't usually have too many facts. Well, that's excellent. So we're going to have a fun-filled, uh, fact-filled um, uh, episode. episode. This, yes. Okay. So, actually, sorry, I keep interrupting you, but one of the, including one of the facts is also the one at the end. So I guess it's technically three. Well, great. We'll we'll get there when we get there, right? Yeah. I'm very excited for it. It's still a fact. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Just the facts, ma'am. Yeah. So uh, this is my song number three, my <laughs> shot, as we have been doing now. Uh, yeah. Disney, of course. People might tell this is out of order, but it's between you and I. Yeah. Nobody will know. Everybody um, can hear you. So we're doing timestamp uh, for the Disney Plus version. Mm-hmm. Uh, this song begins at uh, 7 minutes and 42 seconds. Mm-hmm. And it is approximately five and a half minutes long. Yeah. So one of the longer songs. Five minutes. Somebody else disagreed, though. Mm. I think it's about five minutes and yeah. a half based on what I see. I more or less just look at it on YouTube and then take the timestamp yeah. and then just kind of guess, you know, estimate mm-hmm. here and there. I say it's five minutes. That makes the most sense. It's a good song. It's good enough to be long. Yeah. Well, it's it's a. Um, well, I'll get into some some one of my facts actually right off the bat, and just before we even get into the song, and according to a, an article with uh, Lin Manuel Miranda in one mm-hmm. of the, in an interview, he basically said that this song took him a, a long time to put together. And if now that's, that's one of your facts, I won't say anything uh, more. Yeah, I'll just say it right now. It took him seven years. Seven years, okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, I know that when he, but even just to put the finishing touches on, took a year. Mm-hmm. You know, like these um, songs take a long time, but they're worth it. Yes. Well, he said this is like in this interview, he mentioned that this was an uh, my shot is an example of an I want song. Mm-hmm. Do you know what what he means by that? A little. I think it would mean it's like the people in the song want something, but that's probably not correct at all. No, that's that's almost exactly it. In a lot of musicals, think of, think about Disney movies. You know, mm-hmm. that's probably the most musicals you're probably the most familiar with, yeah. right? So he said that uh, the lead character usually tells the audience what he or she wants mm-hmm. from uh, you know from their life through song. Mm-hmm. So given that Hamilton. He's talking about his shot, you know, and, and so it's mm-hmm. it's a big thing. And you hear it early on, like, what does he want from life? 
We'll, we'll get into that as we go through yeah. the song. But can you think of an example of an I Want song? Um, Let me think about that. Okay, I cannot think of one right now, but I probably will just All right. end up thinking about one later. Okay, so I'll throw one at you just to kind of see what I'm talking about. Another Lin-Manuel Miranda musical. I forget the name of the song, but the one in Moana where she's talking about like hearing the call of the ocean. Oh yeah, I should have thought of that. Right. So that's 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 exactly it. Belle in the beginning of Beauty and the Beast, talking about like wasn't she all singing about books yeah, and yeah. stuff? And you know, that's like, actually my favorite Disney princess movie. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Like doesn't Little Mermaid sing sing about wanting to know what's up there and all that good stuff? I think so, but I haven't seen that since I was like really young, so yeah. I do not remember. So they all kind of have something like that. It's like it's it's kind of like a mission statement. Um, I, what I would what I, I kind of go to is uh, I just can't wait to be king from Lion King. Right. Again, I haven't seen that since <laughs> I was really young. So gotcha. Um. So all right. Well, let's. What do you say we get into uh, my shot? Okay, you can start as usual. Well, I say that every time. So I mean, this song literally just picks up from the last one. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like it's it's hardly even. In fact, when you mm-hmm. watch the YouTube video, like if you were just like if you just mm-hmm. want to watch the song, yeah, it's Aaron Burser, and then it mm-hmm. immediately just goes right into yeah, this. Yeah, uh, like it's yeah. it's like it's hardly a pause. A lot of songs, not a lot, but most of the songs in here are like that. And you know, and it just it starts off with Hamilton saying he's not going to throw away a shot. And we, as we joked, I'm young, scrappy, and just like mm-hmm. my country, I'm young. Scrappy, scrappy and, and hungry, hungry and I'm not going to throw away my shot. Mm-hmm. So he says, I'm going to, so he, he's kind of talking about like what he wants out of life and what he's doing yeah, currently. Yeah. Like we just talked about. Right. And I'm, I'm going to get a scholarship to King's college, which I think we talked a little bit about King's college before, but go ahead. Yeah. It looks like you got something to say. Yeah. <laughs> he, Hamilton actually went to college, King's, King's college from 1774 to 1776. I, I, I saw that as well. And honestly, um, it's currently known as Columbia now. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And he did try to go to Princeton. Mm-hmm. Um, it was College of New Jersey at the time. Yeah. But it's now Princeton. But they, they denied his accelerated study plan, mm-hmm. saying out of Columbia. I did try to figure out if he got a scholarship or not, but that wasn't clear. Okay. But, I've never been to college. And I don't know really how college works. So could you explain that real quick? What's a scholarship? Do, do you need a scholarship to get in? Or No. Oh. No. Well, then my fact might be a little wrong, but go on. In his case, he was poor, correct? Mm, yeah, yeah. He was very smart, but he, he did not have the means um, mm-hmm. to, to probably pay for college. Yeah, yeah, so definitely. So a lot of times if you are athletically gifted or you are academically gifted, you can earn a scholarship from the college. They will pay you to come to their college, usually in form of room, board, books, and tuition. Right, yeah, I think I've heard that before. I probably just forgot. <laughs> yeah, uh, understood. I guess I did know. <laughs> but he says, you know, basically, he kind of gets into the fact that he's really smart. <laughs> like the yeah, song goes into yes, it. He's like, yes. I got a lot of brains, but no polish, you know. Yes, yeah. um, I got to holler just to be heard, he says. You know, he's, he's loud. He's a loud mouth. <laughs> but with every word, he drops knowledge, you know, he says. Yeah. So he's he's smart. A diamond in the rough, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, speaking of other Disney movies, <laughs> Diamond in the Rough. Who's the Diamond in the Rough? Aladdin. Very good there. <laughs> I was trying to think of what his um his his I Want song would be, but all I could think of was I Could Show You the World, which is not an I Want song. <laughs> yeah. It's, he's trying to reach his goal through his power of speech. He's quick-witted. 
He's, you know, he's, he's not shy. <laughs> he's well-written. But he said these New York streets get colder, um, and he shoulders every burden and every disadvantage. And I've learned to manage. He's like, he doesn't have a gun to brandish. You know, there's a lot of rhyming. <laughs> but he's famished, you know? Yeah. And then for some reason, they spell his name. <laughs> so just in case, if you don't know how to spell Alexander, it's the yeah. A-L-E-X-A-N-D-E-R, you know? <laughs> like that's, they, that's pretty obvious right. how to spell it. But some people don't know how to spell it. I don't know. It's well. It's just kind of funny how they do it. I mean, it's cool mm-hmm. when they do it the song, but it just seems to be random. Okay, I want to brag about myself real quick. So this song goes kind of fast, and other songs do. And I just want to say I am going to be bragging, but I can rap that fast. That's pretty good because yes. so, mm-hmm. this and a few others have some quite fast uh, lyrics. You know, mm-hmm. it's not really inform- in- informative, but yeah, it, I just want to say that because I'm proud of that. I'm informed. Okay, good. I says, so he basically, they're going to spark the flame for a colony that's going to run independently. Now he says, <laughs> I'm, I'm, we're a family-friendly podcast, but for some reason, uh, Britain keeps pooping on us endlessly. <laughs> <laughs> um, essentially, the tax is relentlessly, he says. Mm-hmm. Then King George turns around and runs a spending spree. Mm-hmm. Basically, he was taxing yeah. the the colonies to pay mm-hmm. for wars and wars yeah. that had already been fought and wars that were going to be fought or were currently yeah. being fought. But, you know, before we get more into the song, and this is a very upbeat song, you yes, know, like as far definitely. as like if there's a big dance number and all that. So what are some of the relentless taxes that the, uh, the crown placed upon the colonies? Are you aware of any from what you know from history class? Uh, well... Before I watched Hamilton, was when, which was when we really got into this stuff, I didn't like history, uh, so I wasn't paying attention. Okay. <laughs> can you think of anything whatsoever? All I can think of is the Boston Tea Party. Right. So the, do you know what that, that, so that was? The, I know what that is, yes. The Tea Act. I had to do a presentation on that in third grade. Well, I'll just go through very quickly a list of different... Uh, I got this from a stamp act dot... Uh, stampacthistory.com uh, website, and I'll go ahead and publish it in our show notes when uh, when it's time. Or if else I- we'll be copyrighted for taking all the credit. <laughs> well, I'm giving credit where credit's due. So. Yeah. Um, the, in 1751, there was a Currency Act, mm-hmm. and this prohibited... Um, so the Currency Act prohibited issues of new bills of credit to New Eng- uh, to, to the New England colonies of Rhode Island, Massachusetts, New Hampshire, and Connecticut. But then they 1764, that also extended it to the rest of the colony. So the Sugar Act of 1764, it amended the existing uh, Molasses Act from earlier, and it basically increased the duty of molasses. That's all. It just made sugar molasses more expensive. Yeah. 1765, the Stamped Act, that was intended to raise revenue by requiring purchase of stamps to be placed on certain documents, up to 55 different documents. And this is the first time that the British had levied uh, an explicit tax on the colonists. This is what is said, and that's interesting to point out because previously everybody, like the Sugar Act, even or the Currency Act, that's all they, they kind of viewed it as this trade. Like it affects everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody has to pay their fair share when it comes to doing business. You know, they may not have liked it, but they understood it. But finally, with the Stamp Act, it's like, no, you're just you're just picking on us at this point. And it was widespread opposition. In fact, the Sons of Liberty sprung up to start protesting it. Mm-hmm. And it was eventually nullified in 1766. 
mm-hmm. the Quartering Act of 1765, which basically said the, the British troops had to be put up but paid for by the local assemblies in the colonies. So the, the local legislatures had to pay for it, not the crown. It was a way to save money. The 1766 Declaratory Act, and it was basically an act to justify repealing the Stamp Act to save face, but it also said, look, the colonies are subordinate to the crown, period. And the parliament has the authority to pass laws, period. Uh, then 1767, the Townsend Act, and it, um, it was imposed duties on 17 different items, including paint, tea, mm-hmm. glass, and paper. Of course, the protests to that led to the Boston Massacre. Mm-hmm. And then the one you mentioned, the 1773 Tea Act. And what the Tea Act did is it granted the East India Company exclusive license to import and distribute tea in the American colonies. Now, actually, tea came in and was cheaper, right? Mm-hmm. So you would think that's a good thing, right? People would be happy about it. But what it did is it pushed out independent shippers, uh, smugglers, um, local shopkeepers. So, yes, it was cheaper for the people buying it, but it put a lot of people out of business mm-hmm. in the colonies. You think of it this way. It's kind of like... You can get something at Amazon or Walmart a lot cheaper than you could get at a mom and pop shop, but you're going to hurt a mom and pop shop, you know, a local, like local business, Mm -hmm. you know, the little guy. Yeah. If you can't go there. So yeah, you got to pay a little bit more, but you're helping a local community versus the big business, Amazon. East India Company was a huge company then. So guess what happened because of the Tea Act? As you already stated, (laughs) they dumped 32, 342 chests of tea into the Boston Harbor Harbor. The Boston Tea Party. Yeah. Doesn't sound like much of a party for... <laughs> yeah. It, it sounds like uh, one of those crazy parties where everybody gets drunk. Yeah. But on tea. <laughs> right, But on the tea. ocean gets drunk on tea. Yeah. Uh, um, and then, of course, there was the 1774 Coercive or Intolerable Acts, which was retaliation for the Boston Tea Party. Uh, Britain imposed um, these acts, and they were basically a package of five laws that just... And we don't need to get into, but it was just re- retaliation. So, yes, Hamilton's right. They have taxed them a lot. <laughs> yeah, you did a lot of talking right there. But going back to the Boston Tea Party, I forget where, but I heard that the people that dumped the tea off were dressed up like as Indians. Is that true? Yeah, I have heard that, too. And I do believe that they did try to dress like the natives. Mm-hmm. And I believe that was to um, disguise themselves. You know, yeah, you, you, yeah. You know, they wouldn't get in trouble. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, this is this is correct. Okay, good. All right, so we'll go get back into the song here, and is um, basically stating that King George is never going to set his descendants free, mm-hmm. um, and they'll, they'll need revolution basically yes. in order for that to happen. And he's like, and don't be shocked when your history books mention me. Mm-hmm. And as as we're sitting here doing a podcast based on this, you know, around a musical based on this guy's life, yes, he mm-hmm. is mentioned in a in the history books. Is that not correct? <laughs> well, I've actually never had any history books we actually really used because, I mean, we have computers now. But I don't. I've never heard him in from school mentioned in school. Well, eventually you'll get into U.S. history specifically, but also keep in mind the biography that you have and you bought me one, you have one yourself. Yes. Those are history books. Mm -hmm. They may not be school history books, but they are history books. I was thinking school history books. Eventually you'll you'll get some blurbs about Hamilton eventually. You know, basically he gets back into the whole, I'm not throwing away my shot. You know, it repeats itself, a lot of singing, a lot of dancing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, But then it gets, then then his buddies start getting into it. So Lafayette's first. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, do you remember what he says? Uh, no. <laughs> he says, I dream of life without a monarchy. Oh, yeah. The unrest in France will lead to anarchy. No. Anarchy. Uh, anarchy. Or how you say anarchy. <laughs> <laughs> like, I like how he makes fun of the American accent. <laughs> mm-hmm. Then he said, when, uh, let me see if I can remember. I don't have it in front of me. When I fight, I make the other side panicky. Yeah. I think with, that's correct. Yep. With my shot. Shot, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. And it, yeah, I like that. It's pretty good. So then Hercule mm-hmm. Mulligan, uh, he gets his... He gets a sign, um, a sign, a chance to sing, <laughs> and he's a tailor's apprentice. Y'all knuckleheads in loco parentis. Uh, I don't know what he means by that, yeah. but I'm joining the rebellion because I know it's my chance to socially advance instead of sewing some pants. <laughs> Which yeah. you know, again, I mean, that was Hamilton's whole big thing too, was you know, rise up, right? Mm-hmm. And then Lawrence, he. Um, he's basically, you know, he says he's going to take his shot, mm-hmm. but he, you know, he he was an abolitionist mm-hmm. so he, he more or less talks about you know we won't truly be free until those in bondage have the same rights as you and me as mm-hmm. he says and he talks about riding on a black stallion no a, a stallion with the first black battalion mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> black stallion was a movie so mm-hmm. <laughs> and then burr even comes in oh i think he calls them geniuses <laughs> geniuses lower your voice yeah. <laughs> you know because they all are college geniuses yeah <laughs> But he basically says, hey, you know, he's doing his more talk less, smile more mm-hmm. kind of speech. You know, be careful what you're saying. You might get shot. Yeah. Know? And then Hamilton's like, Burr, but he's like, well, we got, you know, Mr. Lafayette, a hard rock like Lancelot. Mm-hmm. He talks about, uh, I think your pants look hot. And he's mm-hmm. saying to Mulligan and then Lawrence, I like you a lot. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I'm sorry. Am I talking too loud? Oh, well, that's the thing. Like, so after they, you know, talk about that. So he kind of has a reflective moment, I say, in the mm-hmm. song. And he's talking about, am I talking too loud? Sometimes I get excited to shoot off and stuff Over like that. Over excited. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And he's like, basically explains he's never had a group of friends. He's, he's, yeah. he's talking to these guys. And of course, you know, we're not going to throw away my shot. <laughs> you know, that goes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, eventually, you know, they're talking about rising up. And that's a whole big thing. And 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 it's a big dance number while they're doing yeah, that, too. Yeah. You know, it's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty exciting. I want to say something that I think we skipped over. Sure. Uh, Hamilton says, I'm only 19, but my mind is older. Yeah. And I think he's talking about when he got the scholarship when he was 19, I think. That's yeah. what he's talking about. Um, well, actually, he got it when he was 17. Oh, okay. Interesting. According to the facts, my research. Well, right. Because so, when he gets into his inner monologue, he talks about, and like I said, it's almost like the whole dance number kind of stops for a second. And he's like just speaking quietly mm-hmm. to the crowd, to the audience, really yes. at this point. And that's why I call it his inner monologue. And I think this happens a few times in the in, in the in the film. He's just basically talking about he's imagined death so much that it seems it's like, like more a memory, more of a memory, right? And he said basically he never thought he'd live past twenty because mm-hmm. where he's from, kids don't even get that like ha- like they die young basically. Yeah, he's like we have to make this moment last. We're, the hung- we're all the hung- hungriest of brothers with something to prove. We roll like Moses claiming our promised land. And if we win, basically they get our independence. And he's like, is it guaranteed, you know, freedom for our descendants? Yes. Is it? Yes. I say no. Why do you say that? Freedom is- We are free. We are. But as, as uh, and I'll, I'll read you a quote and see what you think about this. Okay. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it to our children in the bloodstream. It must be fought for, protected, and handed for them to do the same, 
Well, one day we will spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it was once like in the United States where men were free. And that was Ronald Reagan, the, um, oh, don't quote me on it now, 40th president. (laughs) I didn't look it up and I'm not going to look it up, but he was Ronald Reagan. He was president in the Mm eighties. So according to what he is saying in that quote, well, what do you think he's saying in that quote? Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. I have no idea what he's talking about. Can you dumb that down for me, please? Okay. He said, so you're, you're the next generation, right? Yes. Uh, So let's say, you know, my generation Mm -hmm. did did what was right to keep america free and on the right path of freedom Mm -hmm. and not go down to a totalitarian state of authority and stuff like that right it would be up to you and your generation to make sure we continue on that same path by voting by serving you know like stuff like that by making sure you're enacting policies that don't trample a man's rights and when i say man i mean men and women and everybody you know everybody you know so what he's saying is we didn't pass it to our children in the bloodstream it means freedom isn't just it's not in our it's not in your dna exactly you have to fight for it you have to create it you have to make sure it's there we're handing it to you but you have to do the same thing the previous people did so you have to fight for it the way not necessarily with bloodshed and revolution the way the Hamilton. the founding Hamilton and the founding fathers and, and Mulligan and Lafayette and all those guys did, but in such a way that you continue to do the right thing. So, because here's another, here's another quote, and I'll, I'll say, like, I got this um, from uh, the constitutioncenter.org, and I've heard this quote many times, but I don't know if anybody knows for a fact that this was really said, but there was a story that was often told about Ben Franklin when he exited the, Const- the Constitutional Convention. He was approached by a group of citizens asking what the, go- what the delegates had created. And his response was, a republic if you can keep it. The basic meaning is the democratic republics are not merely founded upon the con- consent of the people. They're also absolutely dependent upon the active and in- informed involvement of people for their continued good health. So what is that? that's basically saying is you have to be informed Mm-hmm. And you have to be involved in order to keep a republic. So it's not guaranteed. So I think I think you have to defend liberty forever, or else it'll go away. At least that's my opinion, and and that, uh, of the opinion of some other people as well. Now, frankly, you know, I think Frank Ben Franklin is a pretty smart dude. Yeah. <laughs> so he's onto something there. Because have you ever heard of Julius Caesar? No. Okay, so he was in charge of Rome. Rome was a republic until Julius Caesar named himself emperor. (laughs) Think of Star Wars. And I I was joking about this the other day, right? Or you heard me talking to... I heard you talking. Right. I'm not a big fan of Star Wars, so I don't know too much about it, but explain. But let's use use Star Wars as an example. Yeah. The the republic, it was was a republic in in Star Wars, and, and Palpatine was, you know, the head... He was the chancellor of of the Galactic Republic, but they kept giving him emergency powers. Let's say, right? Mm-hmm. And he says, "I love democracy." <laughs> you know, and he says, "When when this crisis is over, I will give up my emergency powers." But then what happens? He doesn't give them up. In fact, he kept getting more and more power, and eventually he found another reason. When the Jedi, he, he said, he, he said the Jedi betrayed him, even though they knew he was a Sith at that point. He f- framed it in such a way that. 
well, they tried to kill me. They're an enemy of the Republic. So in order to keep the Republic safe, we're going to reorganize into a new empire and I'm the emperor. That's kind of what Julius Caesar did, <laughs> you know, like, so that's, I mean, I'm sure somebody can question my, <laughs> my analogy here and they'll be right, but it's the same thing. We want to make sure that doesn't happen in, in America. So, right. so if we win our independence, Hamilton, we gotta, we gotta keep fighting, but fighting peacefully with our minds yes. and our votes and our involvement and be informed. And that's your voices. What, and your voices for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what you said, what you just explained made me change my mind okay because <laughs> i i was thinking like i was thinking like at this generation that we're in right now would we be free and i was thinking yes we are free currently so right we must be free forever but what you said changed my mind we just always have to be aware and throughout most of history people were subjugated you know you didn't have mobility the way we do here mm-hmm. so let's move on uh, I'm glad I could convince you my my way of things, but I want you to make come to your own conclusions okay, as well. well. Your opinion is also my opinion. And that's my own conclusion. <laughs> I, excellent, ex- excellent. You sounded like Mr. Burns. Excellent. And you even have your hands folded. I do, don't I? <laughs> excellent. <laughs> so now I sound like the emperor. It's all coming to plan. <laughs> um, You're the evil person, the evil rich man. In this podcast. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Evil and man, rich, I don't know. <laughs> but, well, you should know. And I hope you, I would. I, I thought you would disagree when I said evil. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so thanks for that one. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Okay, so in the song, though, he said, well, will the blood we shed begin an endless cycle of vengeance? And I think what he's saying there is it just continually war, 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 you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, you attack us, we attack you, you know, you know, this, that, and the other thing, but... Um, well, that I have to say, no, that's not what it's going to be like, because we're not currently in a war. Correct, right. Right. And definitely not with Britain. Right, yeah. <laughs> Although we did go back to war with them in the War yeah, of 1812. Like 18, yeah, 1814, 1812. Yeah. Or 14. Well, 1814 is the song that, yeah. from, you know, uh-huh. along with Colonel Jackson. And this is, again, where we talk about, like, his future and his plans Mm -hmm. we need to handle our financial situation well hamilton was a big player in in shaping america's financial uh Mm -hmm. way forward let's say and really that's it it's rising up and throwing away my shot and dancing and celebrating and exciting and you know (laughs) and that's that's it and then they they all end with the big not throwing away my shot you know yeah that's it i mean that's uh have if i remember correctly there's like this one music at the end after they say that like a bunch of music. I forget. I don't know how to explain it, but all the music plays. Yeah, yeah. Something. Like, yeah. Dun, I think. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then it's like, it just kind of like ends, yeah. you know, like, yeah, yes. it's like, and that's, it's like, it's like a pause line for applause, like, hey, mm-hmm. you know, like, yes. hey, it's wait for the audience to do that, right? I mean, that's the song. So before we get into Rose's fun facts that you've already kind of sprinkled throughout this mm-hmm. um, episode, what is your overall thoughts on the song? I think it's informative and entertaining. I, I don't know. We haven't really been ranking them as far as like stars or five stars or anything like that. But is this one that we you would start doing that? I know. Right? I mean, we're kind of recording out of order, so we're probably not doing it in future episodes, but we actually will in future recordings. Okay. So let's, all right, let's do that. And if this and, and just gut instinct first, you know, first thought that comes to your mind out of five stars, how many how many stars would you give this one? Four and a half. I think that's a solid um, rating. Um, yes. I was almost going to give it a five. Why wouldn't you have? 
Well, I think I will give it a five. I would say it's not actually a perfect song. Well, nothing is. Right. I, I don't know. I, I mean, I think I like so- other songs better, but mm-hmm. I would definitely think you could listen to this on the radio. Yes. And I definitely think it's very important to the musical. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because My Shot and Rising Up comes back over and over and over again as far as a theme. Hamilton has other opportunities to rise up or take his shot or throw it away, right? Yeah. And and so it keeps coming back. So I can see why it took Lin Manuel Miranda a long time to write yes, this one. Yes, yeah. and it's even a long song too. It is. I mean, long compared to most songs. A lot of it, I think, is it does repeat, yes. you know, over and over again. But it, it's and that's why, like, maybe that to me, like the way it begins, it just kind of starts with him talking about throwing away a shot, but then it mm-hmm. kind of gets into it. Yes. Um, I, I could kind of fault it for that and I could kind of fault it for repeating so much. But again, this is a, it, it's a play. It's not meant to be a song on the radio. It's meant to be play with people dancing and interact, you know, like on stage. Yeah. So it makes sense. And, but it, it is, it's re- I mean, it's catchy. It's good. I, I definitely find myself um, reacting to it when I see it in a positive way. Mm-hmm. Like I like it, you know? Yeah. I like it too. I mean, it's not one that I typically will sing Oh, I will. I will. You you know some of my favorites that I'll attempt to yes. sing around the house and I, then get yelled at for? Yes, yes, that's true. But actually, I have to point out a mistake you made. You said oh, thank you. just recently. So just between you, you and I, right? No, the whole world, that or anybody that's listening to the podcast <laughs> can hear. So you just said, uh, as the listeners just heard, that you don't usually sing this song but actually i hear you singing this song all the time and well, once again you get yelled at for singing, <laughs> singing i will say in preparation of this particular episode i had been listening and watching the video on youtube again and it's it's it, it's catchy yes you know? so it's in, it's fresh in my brain and i will say that um i like the I particularly like the I'm young, scrappy, and hungry. Yeah. You know, like I like that part. And so I could see, like, use that in in quoting in various scenarios, you know. Mm -hmm. But uh, enough about telling everybody how I'm a terrible singer and get yelled at for singing. (laughs) Uh, even though I just want to sing, I'm I'm a, I'm like a I'm a I'm a peacock. I got to get my feathers out there. In this household, we have a strict rule: only I can sing. <laughs> <laughs> but I do it anyways. Mm. So um, let's get to Rose's fun facts. Rose, okay, give us those facts. Welcome back to Rose's fun facts. So, actually, when Hamilton got to New York, he lived with Hercules Mulligan. Oh, interesting. They were roomies. Mm-hmm. Nice. Well, him and his family, I think. He just... Yeah, I think it was with his family. Still cool. Yes. What other fun facts do you have? I don't. That's right, because you sprinkled them throughout. I did? Yeah. Mentioned King's... I said them all at once. What do you mean by sprinkling them? You mentioned when Hamilton went to King's College. Well, yeah, that's just saying my facts. Right, so that was sprinkling it throughout the episode instead of saving it to the end, right? Right. Right, okay then. Well, that was Rose's fun thing. (laughs) We have stupid stupid arguments on this podcast. (laughs) What? (laughs) If everybody just agrees with me, we'll get along just fine, right? Right. Right, 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 right. Anything else you would like to add? No, what about you? I mean, I think I added quite a bit. This yes. is one of our longer yeah. episodes. It's a long song, though. A lot yeah. to talk about. Pro- this episode's probably like an hour. I didn't actually think we would get so heavy into like 
meta- the- philosophy and metaphysical, you know, yeah. uh, I don't even know if metaphysical is the right word, but you know, just all that stuff about freedom and the taxing everything. <laughs> well, that that's important little history things we can just yeah, you know, it's not really little. Yeah, but but as far as you know, freedom and all that, who who knew that we'd be delving into such a abstract concept like that in the, our little Hamilton song by song podcast, shot by shot, shot by shot. So what do you say we we end it here and and let the people go about their day instead of listen to us banter? We can do that offline. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Hamilton, shot by shot. You know, because I've actually set up some social media for once, you can find us on Twitter at Hamilton underscore SBS. And we're also on Instagram at Hamilton shot by shot. So look for us on all those socials. (laughs) (laughs) And I think that will be about it. So uh, tune in next episode for the next song of Hamilton Shot by Shot. Not throwing away my, not throwing away my shot. Boom.